Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, it is 102 on the fan on this Monday. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. I mean, we are doing the juggle. We're doing the dance take. Little Knicks, Little Saints and Derek Carr. The Aaron Rodgers watch continues. The Daniel Jones watch is on. The John Morant conversation. Yanks might be making a trade. We're stacked. <laughs> the Yanks Love aren't going to make a trade, but we're speculating that they could oh. uh, because of some injuries that are happening around the league, including Brandon Lux- I mean, uh, uh, Gavin Lux out in um with the Dodgers and Brendan Rodgers. That's the new one over the weekend because Lux was last week. For the Rockies. Could yeah. we see Glaber Torres on the move? And I just asked C-Mac about it. He's like, yeah, but Volpe probably still won't play second. That means DJ will play second <laughs> and Volpe won't come up. So he's probably right, but it would be nice to to think about the the young kids intermixing with some of the vets. Bring down the average age of this Yankees team a little bit because it's, it's high. I mean, I have to go find it. I mean, they, do they have the oldest starting? The Yanks? Yeah. And forget forget the rotation because uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 no, Met, the Mets see. throws you throws throws it way up there with Scherzer and Verlander. Yes, yeah, so you mean starting non pitchers? Non pitchers. I mean, Rizzo's what 30, 35, Four, 34, yeah, 35. DJ's same thing. Yep. Uh, Donaldson's Seven. Stanton's 33, at least. Yeah. 31 for Judge. I mean, they're old. That, that's true. That's why this infusion of youth is going to be still nice. That's Whatever it comes. I kind of need it. I hear you. Uh, Mets aren't particularly young. No. I mean, Marte's been around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cotta's been around a little bit. Escobar's been around a little bit. But Lindor's young, and, and not young, but he's young-ish. Alonzo's Pete. Alonso's Pete. Young I mean, Alonzo's Pete. Yes, that is. Uh, <laughs> Alonzo is Pete. That is, that his, is name. his name. <laughs> When's his cut? I see. I feel that we're going to wake up one day. And very stealthily, very quietly, they're gonna do it. Boom! You know, I don't know, whatever. Six year deal with a with a club or seven year deal, Lonzo met for life. Mm-hmm. I bet you that's coming before the start of the. I don't want. Well, let's say I bet you, but I would put money on it being done before the start of the season. Very quietly, no real smoke, no real trace, no real intel. Like, boom! So and so reporting, Mets and uh, and Pete Alonzo have agreed to a long term deal. 877-337-6666. All right, let's get uh, Richie on Long Island. What's up, Rich? How are you? Good. So let, let, let's just go over this uh, John Morant, okay? Here, here's the thing, and I want to make this clear. I'm not anti-gun in any way. But yeah. what I am, I'm anti-thug. And what I don't like and I can't stand about the NBA is that this guy had, I mean, and it's, you know, it's, and to me it's weird because he hasn't won anything. He just has the it factor. Yeah. And this is, this is the situation where he, he thinks that brandishing this thing and, and captivating when he doesn't need to, everyone's already looking at him in every direction, checking his, whatever it is. It's to me, so what I look at it is it's a bigger problem, like you said, with, with, with the commissioner. And here's the thing. 
you know, when, when Stern was on his way out, the one thing that were withering away on him was the crossover for the rapper and the NBA player and then the tattoos. And once they started being all tatted up and looking like, you know, they want to be looking like gangsters and act like gangsters and rappers. That's but, just because you, but just because you have tattoos doesn't mean you're a gangster no. or rapper. Stereotypes, Richie. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah, you can't. I mean, look, my, look, my brother-in-law, my bro- my Tracy's brother, has tattooed from neck to ankle. Nicest dude you ever meet. Well, you have a bunch, too. Yeah, I have a bunch as well. I got one. Yeah, yeah. but I don't care. Alan Iverson set the bar. When he came out, the way he looked. Hey, look, did you guys, like you said, you watch first take. Stephen A., so the whole thing is I was on to complain about it. It's like Nike goes on and makes an excuse for him. So mental health, Stephen A., Smith, on, on TV. Mental health, what mental health is issue? He doesn't have one of them. That he, he wanted to, that's exactly what he wanted to do. He did. And he put it up there. And that's exactly why. You know, like, Stern had a problem with Michael Jordan's gambling, right? Yeah. What was the problem? He was bigger than the sport, Jordan. And he showed him. Oh, you know what? I'll take two years off. Good luck without me. And he's approved that. So he couldn't really handle that part of what was going on. He was the biggest star of all time. But what we're talking about here is this is more of an Allen Iverson situation where you got such a talent, such a great player. And, and this is what we, the kids are being exposed to. They think that's cooler than watching them hit the three-pointer. I'm just telling you that. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, listen, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a problem. Um, don't watch. You know, I, wanna, I, I got you. Don't, right don't, now, don't, 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 don't watch. And by the way. No, I want to watch, though, Brandon. Yeah, I want to watch. Yeah, I hear you. Who but, are they listen, to tell me not to watch? Well, no, no. I'm saying if, if you have that much of a fundamental issue with don't watch. I'm not saying that the NBA is in good hands. I'm, I'm, I'm not even I'm totally disagreeing. Is, I tolerate the stuff I don't like. Yeah. But I, when they go on in, they, they think that they're bragging and boasting. Because yeah. I'm in a strip club at 8 o'clock. Oh, you know what? I've done it, too. Big deal. I've done it, too. So it's just like, why are you even doing You should have a strip club back at your mansion if I had his money. I mean, that's the way I would have been doing it. I got Bring you. 20 of them. Well, hang on my basement. No one's going to do anything. We're not broadcasting anything. And then go be who you want to be. But to throw it out there like that, I'm just so sick of it. You know, I don't so know, Rich, but thank it. you. Good call. Listen, you know, did you guys, you didn't see Chris Rock special over the weekend, right? I did not. Okay. Hoff, did you get a chance to see it yet? Not yet. I'm All right. Wait All right. For it so I watched it, right? And he was talking about the four things that, really plague <laughs> brilliantly written to and and you know obviously delivered it's Chris Rock yeah four things that plague society and you know he's doing his act and he's going back and forth and he says you know back in the day we want we we used to do we wanted to be loved yeah now we want to get likes <laughs> and he talked about one of the biggest one of the biggest problems with society is that everybody seeks attention mm-hmm. and you don't really view that as a disease because it's not necessarily a mental disorder, though it can morph into something. It's not a, a an imbalance um, in terms of the, like the science within your body. Yeah, but it, it is something that really can alter and jade, and in some cases, ruin young, developing, impressionable minds. And you know, I don't know that Job Morant is is necessarily a complete victim of that. But anybody who does something that stupid and that dangerous and puts that to be broadcast for the world to see has some sort of infatuation with attention and wanting to be liked. Yeah, or, and that's a problem. Or, or, or he's he's compromised on something. He's some substance has yeah, him has him not thinking. Dude, we've cor- been banged correctly. up. How many times we have been banged up? Oh, my phone goes away when I'm. You, when no, I'm yeah, me too. <laughs> you <laughs> just know that's the last thing I want to do. I mean, so yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I don't. 
<laughs> if I play, I, sometimes I'll play music. Uh, like in my yard by the mm-hmm. fire pit, and I'm like, uh, don't tweet. You know, don't don't don't, don't get into the Knicks. Or don't start tweeting about the Jets. You know, yeah. like if you misspell something, or you know, like. But you got to know. But yeah, I enjoy the interaction. That's one of the reasons why I'm on social media. But I don't crave it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I'm not thinking about if I put this out there, the amount of people that are going to be brought into my world. If anything, I want to be more anonymous. I don't. Yeah. I want less of that now. Yeah. I'm nobody. Nobody really knows me. I'm like somebody like you or Boomer. I don't put myself in that category. I'm just somebody who talks sports, and some people recognize me, some don't. But to me, that world is is like is is dangerous. It's foreign. It's it's not a it's a magnet to run away from it, mm-hmm. not go toward it. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. these kids are different. Well, I mean, they grew up different. They, they, it's I feel like it's some in some ways they're seeking re- relevancy or acceptance by by the likes. It is what it is. And I'm not knocking him other than you can't brandish a gun in public and think you're being cool. Yeah. No, and that, that, and that people are going to say, oh, that's awesome. I look at John Morant. So clearly there's something off and there's something wrong. And I think the Grizzlies are trying to they're trying to message it the right way so that they don't throw nah, him fully that, under the bus. that's not the right way, though. They're not messaging it. What they're doing I know is they're it's not. a docile they're acceptance try- of try- it. He, shouldn't, he should be suspended for they're tr- weeks. They're trying to. They're trying to message it But the that's right because way. the commissioner's soft, and Adam Silver's been soft for years, and no one's called it on him, and, and called him out, except me. I have called him out for years, and I don't care that he's a nice guy. I'm not saying he's not a good person. <laughs> he is actually hurting. People think he's helping the NBA. He is hurting the NBA. So let me tell you what happens. There's another kid right now who might be a sophomore in high school or might even be a rookie in the NBA. Maybe not quite as juicy as John Morant because he is electric. His mm-hmm. talent's insane. But who's got a gun and who might be inclined to do something as foolish and as immature and as reckless as John Morant did the other night when he's hopped up on something or drinking something and broadcasting himself brandishing a gun. You know what happens? If the commissioner does nothing about it, which is exactly what's happened, the next person who might do that doesn't give it a second thought. If you smash a 20-game suspension or you're done the rest of the regular season, you might give the next kid who might do yeah, it something, to, something think to think about. And it's obviously without pay. And it's one of those things that affects your bottom line. It affects the fact that you can't do what you do for a living. And I remember seeing this right when it happened. And the response was, he'll be absent voluntarily from the next two games. It felt really light. Because it, it was clearly a de facto suspension without calling it a suspension. But either way, it felt light. Okay, but what, that's the point. Yeah, I agree. But why wouldn't you call it a suspension? Because you're placating. Because they're, they're trying to help him save face. They're save tra- face from what? He deserves whatever comes his way. I agree, but they don't see it that way. They see him as, as, as a because troubled Because they hold kid. their hand too much. And yeah, that's maybe. why they're soft. And that's why the league's got problems. Maybe. I mean, you're not. I mean, you're not definitely not wrong. But I don't think this is league wide. I think this is a specific issue. With John Morant. Oh, I'm now, not saying that it's league-wide. Now, but- other guys could have the same situ- similar situations, but John Morant, this feels different. Like, I, I think most stars in the NBA are acutely aware of what brand they're putting out every single day. Totally agree with that. John I Morant totally agree with that. is trying to put out a brand that is n- completely unacceptable for any, for, hell, for society. For, forget a sport, but definitely for a professional sport like the NBA. But he's espousing something or trying to be a part of something that he has no business keep you know sticking his feet into. Now I don't know where he's from. He's from South Carolina. I have no idea what he's actually trying to do or what he's who he's trying to be. But 
he's he's getting people to run away from him because for the longest time, BT, I I actually loved his game. Oh yeah, and and I kind of I embraced his his attitude, like how he's different than the cookie cutter, mm-hmm. and I thought that was great. Now I have want nothing to do with it. I mean, I just even think Nike took the soft way out too. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, how 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 do you? How are you a sneaker conglomerate, I mean, these, these, a global entity? Yeah, they have they have morality clauses. It's, it's, uh, yeah, and not invoke one of those, even even if it's not permanent, mm-hmm. but with more conviction than that weak-ass well, you know press why. release they put you out. You know why? Because he still sells shoes. Uh, but uh, Yeah, I, that's true. That literally is the answer. Uh, whether, right. whether we want to acknowledge it or not, there, right. is, there, is a, there is a piece of society that he's talking to with that. And you know what's, yes, and you know what's crazy, too? That type of behavior in certain situations sells more shoes. That's right. How scary is that? 877-337-6666. Uh, let's get Art, who is in Easton, Connecticut. What's going on, Art? What's How up, Art? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a great topic, and I appreciate all your insights. So a couple things. You know, you're on the right track. They have to do something formally in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I think what they're doing now is, oh, the, he didn't break a law. Because I had a thing with a cop. I said, this guy was harassing me, and he had a gun. He says, they're allowed to carry guns out in the open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think, you know, and I was saying earlier, and it won't take too much time, Tony Dungy is on the right track trying to coach, mentor, and lead folks when they become pro athletes coming out of just high school, basically. Yeah. And it involves financial training, and it involves this kind of training behavior. But I think you're spot on. Nike ignores it. You know, the NBA ignores it. They're not doing anything to, you know, and they're, I, I know their attitude. The guy didn't get arrested. But look at the guy in Bama. I wanted to just relate it to that. It's a systemic problem in sports. So you're aware of, like, he dropped the gun off? The yeah. Guy that committed the mur- Brandon, so I'm like, Brandon you know, it, yeah, it's prevalent. And I was also saying I went to school with Aaron Hernandez's parents. Oh, wow. You wow. know, they were gangbangers, okay? They used to come in the locker room with diamonds that they just got from the weekend uh, cat burglary. And Rocco Testa from Bristol, there was Aaron Hernandez, Dennis. i got to be careful. Oh, wow. yeah, but, yeah, you, know, the, you know, Aaron and, and the, they didn't handle Aaron right. Yeah. When he went to the Patriots, he asked him, get me out of here, because you guys were also talking about you can't break your ties from back home. Mm-hmm. Aaron's in Boston. His friends are in Bristol. He couldn't get away from it, smoking PCP, going out of his mind. I thought at one point he was like, you know, trade me craft to like Oakland, you know. But it's a yeah. He wanted to get problem. traded so he could so he could just be pushed away from it. I mean, you're you're right, Art. Appreciate your call, man. It's insights there, um, you know. But it, John Morant, what he did was not is not illegal either. I I had to look it up. I wasn't positive about the open carry laws in Tennessee. They are it's open carry and it, even without a permit, as long as you're 21 years old. So it's without awful. a permit. As of July 2021, an adult can carry a handgun openly or concealed in Tennessee without a permit if the person is 21 years or older. Wow. So in lawful situations. So, again, this wasn't an unlawful situation. We're just, uh-huh. just holding it. Yeah. Um, now, if you're committing a, a crime, then obviously that's you know, it's illegal. It's a felony. But it's just in Tennessee, it's he's not breaking the law. So as crazy as, as, crazy as, as what we're talking about sounds like and how – Clear cut, it feels to us, just like with Kyrie, completely different circumstances. He's not actually breaking the law. And so 
the league is saying to itself, what should we do? Because he's not breaking the law. Optics, though. Optics can be, can be about. It's 100% about the optics. You know, and they dropped the ball there. They just didn't, you know, they they made, really, they let the, the Grizzlies do it, and they, they took the uh, the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get Thomas on Staten Island. Thomas is on the fan. What's going on, Tom? How you doing today? Hi, fellas. Hey, Great show. Great show. I love you both. Oh, he was in okay. Denver, by the way. Thank you, man. Appreciate by the way, he that. was in Denver. Oh, so he was, he was in Colorado. What's the, we'll have to, we have to get Colorado's so I don't, laws I, after. Now i got to look up okay. Colorado, so I don't know. Gotcha. That's right. Go he go was ahead. on the road. Go ahead, Tommy. Go ahead, Thomas. All right. Three things. Best concert I ever saw, Camden, New Jersey, about 30 years ago, Aerosmith and Kiss on Ooh. the same bill. Okay. <laughs> and? Aerosmith, Aerosmith takes a break, and all of a sudden the stage shrinks. They come back on. What do you hear? And Run DMC breaks oh, through. Oh, break through this faux brick wall. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! Where I didn't. Okay, uh, Thomas, I didn't catch the venue. Where was that? Camden, New Jersey. Okay. Wow. wow. So, okay. Thirty years ago, so you, you had Aerosmith, you had Run DMC, and you had Kiss. Correct. That's not bad. So now moving. Pretty good. Moving on to Aaron Rodgers. I don't want him. I would rather have a game manager and improve the team around him and maybe shoot for a quarterback next year. And as far as John Morant is concerned, I'm a retired psych nurse, 26 years, clinical experience. I had a martial arts instructor who taught me the following. There's no such thing as right or wrong. There are only opportunities for one person to teach and another person to learn. Now, before people get twisted, that doesn't mean we hold we do not hold people accountable for their decisions. But the same man taught me our lives have, are constructed of paths of learning. So there's a stressor going on. This is the most prudent thing I could say. There's a stressor going on with John Morantz that has to be addressed. And it has to be inclusive. It can't be framed as right or wrong. You have to bring him into the fold. Fellas, thank you very much for what you do, and I love your show. Oh, that's Appreciate a nice you. call, Thomas. Thank you very much. Very, uh, very different perspective. I mean, listen, when you talk about stuff like this, I know it's easy, and we all fall victim to this uh, on some level at some point in our careers. You know, when you have a microphone, it's just easy to shout and espouse and do this and, yeah, sanctimonious. I, listen, I need to be very clear. I do understand. Like, you know, Tiki and I grew up very different. Tiki's from Virginia. I grew up in Brooklyn, pretty much Italian-Irish. I mean, yeah, we'd sneak beers in the park in eighth grade and and ninth grade and whatever, you know, spray paint on the train and, you know, get into a little scrap here. Like, nothing, you know. So, But there was no danger for me. Uh, There was no reliance on, on... on people who were doing, you know, real criminal things for me to put food on my table. And I'm not saying that this definitely applies to John. I'm saying in general. So it is easy to give a very one-sided view, which is why, as much as I'm very disenchanted with the NBA and the commissioner, uh, specifically in terms of how he governs and how he acts and polices, I think he's far too soft. I understand that not all of them, but some of these players come into the NBA and for them to break away from what they've known their whole life yep. is a lot harder to do it than for me to say it on the air. I get that. I acknowledge that. That is the reality of society. But he's got to start doing it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy. And guys like Jalen Rose, I know Stephen A. touched on this, guys who have been down that road. Not that Stephen's been down that road, but Jalen has been. Listen to them more so than me. I'm just saying from big picture point of view, looking down macro view, commissioner's got to be better. Yeah. It's got to be better. I agree with you. And BT Colorado is similar. The only difference is you you cannot carry concealed weapon without a permit. 
Okay. As long as you're legally permitted to have a weapon, you can open carry a weapon in Colorado as well. So again, he didn't break the didn't break a law. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, listen, we want to be, you know, I, I never look at myself as a journalist, but there's certain journalistic principles we must adhere yeah. to. And this is one of them when we're dissecting something like this. Good job. 877-337-6666. Teak and Tierney here on The Fan. We got you till two. And then it's Corner Ray. Craig's back. Corner Roberts next after us on The Fan. And it takes the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Twenty-six. Back on the fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. 877-337-6666. It's a jam-packed Monday. Tiki, we got some numbers here on Derek Carr. The numbers have trickled in. Four years. 150. Mm-hmm. 100 of which is guaranteed. And uh, that equates to about, what, 37.5 37 AAV. 37.5 AAV over four years. It's interesting because only a hundred is guaranteed, and I always look at the guaranteed money as the for the outs in this thing. So it's really a team friendly is deal with only basically twenty five over the four years fully guaranteed, seventy at signing, ten more um, uh, in the first years uh, in the fir- after the first year. So he's got a he's got basically seventy million guaranteed over the first couple of years, first two years. And then after that, it gets it gets easy for the Saints to move if they if they want to or mm-hmm. need to. Again, we don't know the full structure yet, but that's what it that's what it sounds like just off the base numbers. But this is also for Giants fans. We want to incorporate this uh, a really good sign because it means Derek Carr, who's been a nine year starter and pretty damn good with the with the Oakland and then Las Vegas Raiders. This kind of feels like what the market should be for Daniel Jones, not forty. Four whatever million dollars have been reported out there. So we'll see what happens when the athletes first people get in town. Yep. And Derek Carr, not that he's reset the market or you know brought it back. Maybe he's brought it back to reality. Is this will influence the Daniel Jones conversation with the Giants for sure? See, it's funny you say that because I could extrapolate that, which I was, but also I can I could also apply it to something with Rodgers. You tell me if I'm nuts with this. So the Jets met with Carr twice. Yes. In Florham Park or right right near it in Summit. And then obviously at the combine, they waxed poetic about his, <laughs> his leadership. They laid it on thick. The fact that, and again, it's not peanuts, but the fact that it's not more tells me, okay? Tell, I could be reading this totally wrong. That they didn't really want him. Tells me that they really think that they have Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because that, it, let me put it this way. Like, say if Rodgers was not in the equation at all. And the news broke today, car, jets. And we see the numbers that he, I'd say, those numbers are fair. Yes. That's yes. fine. That's what, that's what Derek okay with Carr those has, has earned over his career. And so for the Jets not to match that or exceed that tells me what I've always kind of thought. Mm-hmm. They feel pretty good about Rodgers. I got to tell you, honestly, this feels cheap to me. For, that's what I'm saying. For a free agent, basically the free agent. That's had success and is young enough to be your future for the next five or six years. It sounds, it feels cheap. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah, and then if you have to, and this will impact some teams, like 
a Garoppolo or a Tannehill if he's cut loose by the Titans. You know, if 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 Carr is getting thirty seven and a half million dollars AAV, you know, now that that keeps the other guys' market somewhat suppressed as well. So economically, this should work out for the Jets. Yes, should should and, and the Giants and the Jones. Giants. But uh, for the Jets, it all depends on whether or not Aaron Rodgers retires. Yep, or actually comes here. Mm-hmm. Ted is in uh, Mount Laurel, New Jersey. What's going on, Ted? How are you today? Good. What's up, boys? All's hey. good, Ted. So, I just heard the car news, and I'm a big Jet fan, so talk me off the ledge here, BT, because I, I'm used to negativity and to just, just constantly be getting the crap end of the stick here. If they don't get Rogers here, I, I mean, where do we go? I, I why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I don't see anything for the short term. I mean, then we're going to have to start all over again. And as Joe would say, it's, it's the same old, same old. And what, what I'm, I'm most fearful of, and maybe you can help me out with this, yeah. is this going to raise now the um, the compensation for Rodgers now that Carr is gone? No. Or is this going to put the Jets in a better spot, maybe to offer a second or a fourth? Because you know what my fear is? Why don't they say to the Jets, hey, you know what, guys? I know you're offering me a two and a four and you're the right spot. But we don't mind sending the NFC because we can only get two first-rounders. And now we're screwed. Yeah. I mean, well, we're screwed at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it, it's not an illogical thought. I just don't think that applies here. I think the Packers are done with him. Uh, they got to go with Jordan Love. I, I think that – I know the Jets and the Packers and are already – taking so long? Well, because it's a complicated – it's a complicated – complicated. It's a complicated deal there, Ted. There's a lot of money – that you know he's got a, he's got 150 million ish dollars. They're gonna have to restructure on right. some level. You got to get to the comp, which they've already had cursory conversations about. It's just, I, listen, I don't subscribe to the same old Jets thing. You know, I, I know that I know how to, I love him. I love him. I love him. Joe B. Yeah, I, I'm not like Joe B. In that regard, I, I tend to twist a little more optimistically, maybe to my detriment. I just think it's gonna work out. Me yeah. too. Well, you, Me you, too. But, you know, I'm just, my phone's blowing up in negativity, and I, I don't want to fall into the trap. And I know you're, you're, you're the power of positivity here, so I wanted you to just kind of turn my, my train around here. And Tiki, I don't Ted, want to Ted, it's blind faith. It's not positivity. It's blind faith. That's what BT has right no, now. No, can I just insert this? Go ahead. It's a little bit of blind faith. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a little bit of blind faith, admittedly, but it's also – the the notion or the the strong conviction that my general manager knows how to make trades. Yes, that he's already he shown has that acumen, proven that he can do. Mm-hmm. And but this one feels a little bit different um, because he knew he had a bad situation and he fleeced the Seahawks with Jamal Adams. Now he's desiring and the Panthers for and, Donald. True, and I mean. Yeah, but the Panthers were just blind. But okay, but he still. I know. Them. I hear you, but just think about what the Panthers did. They traded for Sam Darnold, and then they picked up his fifth-year option. Yeah, it's they like, did. What the hell they are you did. doing, they man? Did. Come on, you just t- take it for a year. It's not going to cost you anything. Uh, whatever. But anyway, so the Panthers were out, uh, were off their their minds with that with that trade. But this is different because it's Aaron Rodgers and it's the Packers. Now, granted, we don't have a ton of history. 
with the Packers moving players? I'm trying to think of the last big-time player that they kind of... Devontae, well, you mean Devontae, a trade or yeah, a free agency? Well, Devontae's, or diff, Devontae's different because... Um, yeah, but Favre was... They jacked him around. You remember how it all worked out? He said he was going to retire. Then he didn't. Came back in June and basically said, I still want to play. So they kind of had to trade him. And it was probably Favre's doing his 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 manipulation of the situation the Devontae Adams thing was was strange because regardless of what he wanted he's still one of the best players in the NFL and maybe the second first or second best wide receiver in the NFL and they traded him so I think that had to do with Aaron wanting all that money and so they had they signed Aaron Rodgers and then they couldn't sign Devontae Adams but I mean yeah if as long as they get the right deal for Aaron Rodgers, I'll be fine with it, but I just I just don't trust that it's going to be the right deal because Aaron Rodgers is so unpredictable. Meaning from comp or from comp from comp what they give the Packers what, what they give the Packers and ultimately what they got to pay him. Well, then, but by the way, while I've been married to the Rodgers, I'm not I am not predisposed to compliment the trade. Mm-hmm. I need to see what they give up. I just have some inherent faith that it will be less than um, than most people think. But I mean, if he gives away the farm for a guy who's 39 years old, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have an issue with that. Yeah. Let's get Kenny and Bayonne. Kenny, what's happening, buddy? How are you, gentlemen? I appreciate you taking my call. Let Let me preface this by saying I'm a 50 year Viking fan, uh-huh. so Aaron yes. Rodgers can't get out of my division fast enough. Okay? <laughs> Unless he comes to your team, <laughs> like like Aaron yeah, Rod- no, like I- like Favre did, and take you to the NFC yeah. Championship game, except through an interception on oh, the last pay. Of his career. Been there, done that. <laughs> I've had more heartbreak than anybody on a planet. Yeah. But with, you know, with that said, I don't get the Jet fans drinking the Kool-Aid here. You, got, you want Rodgers. You bring him in for two or three years. Your defense is okay. It's a good defense. Okay? It's not a great defense. It's a good defense, as they showed by the end of the year last year. Your offense is putrid. You've got Wilson and three days of rain. You got a running back that's coming off knee surgery. Ask Adrian Peterson about that. Tiki will tell you. Yeah. Ask Saquon what that first year back is going to be like. Yeah, that's rough. Well, but Adrian still, Peterson still got, was amazing, actually. But you still got Bam Knight. Right. You still got Bam Knight. Uh, listen, no, no disagreement, but again, a rookie. Okay? Your offensive line's banged up. Tuck is coming back off an injury. Okay? He's fine. Who is Rod, who's Rodgers going to throw to? One uh, of the best young offense? receivers that New York's ever seen? Garrett Wilson? Listen. Okay, Garrett Wilson. Okay. And, w- and when Garrett, listen to me, I'm with you about Garrett Wilson. But after Garrett Wilson, you have nothing. No, that's not you true. how frustrated. That's not true. How- no, okay, Kenny. Who else was he throwing with her? Kenny. Tyler Conklin? No. Who dropped every no. pass that was thrown to him? Kenny, I'll, I'll answer it if you let me. Elijah Moore. Sure. No disagreement. Moore is a complimentary piece. No, no. He's actually could be a star with decent quarterback play. Kid's a stud. Don't forget that. Just because Zach was a bum. I don't know. Come on. Elijah Moore is good. Listen, for for the Jets' sake, I hope he comes in and does what he's got to do. And if I may, may may I make a comparison with Zach Wilson? Yes, sir. Did you guys see the movie Draft Day? Did we see the movie Uh, Draft draft Day? Uh, Come on. I'm sure you did. He's Bo Callahan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Think about it. Great player. Yeah. But his players don't like him. 
Uh, I I don't think that that's fair. I know what you're saying. They didn't mm. go to Bo's birthday party. Mm. He had the gun. He had the wheels. He had the body. But he couldn't rally the huddle. The guys didn't feel him. Okay. Did you see the story over the weekend that Mike White, you know, Mike White, how he spoke about the uh, the situation with Zach? Did you see this, by the no, way? No, I didn't. It, it didn't get as much love as I thought it would. I, I saw it on Twitter. I, I, don't, I guess it was in the post online. I, I think it'll get a little more run. Zach, uh, Mike White said, listen... Once I'm, I'm putting, you know, I'm, I'm just summarizing what he said. He said basically, he's, Mike he's, White said this. Mike, yeah, Mike White oh, said it. he's a really good kid. Of course he is. He said, yeah, but I I'm think, saying, I, but I think but, everybody knows that. Well, uh, Les Colver thinks he's Bo Callahan that nobody <laughs> wants to be around. No, tell me the I, don't, story. I don't think that's the case. I, I agree. I, I think they don't like his his how he plays. Well, I, I agree with that. Mike White said, listen, he probably didn't handle it the best after the Pats game. But he's a real good, uh, really good, really good, really good kid. Yeah. Uh, our dynamic in the quarterback room is terrific. We all get along. Uh, you know, it got away from us there at the end. But he, you know, he spoke glowingly about, and he didn't have to. You know, he could have been a little more cutthroat if he wanted to be. I, I, I take Mike White at his word. I think it's unfair to say. Listen, Zach might not ever be good. Yeah. Uh, but to say that he's a he's a kid with no, maliciousness. It's the, it's the last. No thing. way. It's the last description I would have of him. I just don't think he can play. No, that's that's <laughs> different. And so far, you're right. So far, you're right. The uh, the revenge tour is coming up in a couple of years after he learns from Rogers. I hope so. I, actually, <laughs> I would love up. that story. Uh-huh. I would love it. Would I just sick. don't see it yet. Mm-hmm. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's been pretty crazy so far. Tomorrow should be interesting as well. Deadline for 4 p.m. Eggs. 4 p.m. That's right. They already got PM. one, right? Tony Pollard has been yeah. tagged uh-huh. by the Dallas Cowboys. Makes Zeke Elliott's future a lot he's more interesting. There. He's, he's definitely cooked. I think he's cooked there. Yeah. I mean, he just might be cooked, cooked. I think he's cooked there. Two years ago, he had one of the worst seasons ever for a starting running back. Last yep. year was... He bounced back a little bit He bounced bit back, year. and he was good. Yards per carry were way down. Wasn't nearly as impactful, even though he scored a bunch of touchdowns. Tony Pollard's a better option for them. Yeah. He's just more dynamic. Oh, absolutely. He fits today's NFL. Not not that today's NFL is different than it was five years ago when Zeke led the league in rushing, but Tony Pollard is just more dynamic. He is uh he's a handful, there's no doubt. You know, listen, I don't I I don't know what Jerry's gonna do. I I think he might be an ex cowboy, but if he is Buffalo Bills could use him. Yeah. I'd kick the tires on Zeke if I'm the Bills for Look, this decent, is, like, lower contract. This is the time when these 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 uh, running backs, I was going to say quarterbacks, but I meant running backs, these running backs who got paid a little bit are going to get released. And and they'll re-sign somewhere else for decent money, you know, probably half to 75% of what their previous contracts were. Um, but it happens, especially with running backs. You hit that three or four-year Number after your your contract, you're yeah. like, all right, it's ready to. We we used you as much because you're starting to hear this with Derrick Henry. Yeah, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah, we were talking about this during the break a yeah. little bit about Ten- Tennessee okay. is shopping was shopping Derrick Henry at the combine. Hmm. Now I don't know if that it, it could be loose shopping, but regardless, if there was one player, I said Tennessee. I would say Tennessee needs on their team from now until three four years from now, it would be Derrick Henry. 
and they're shopping him. So that, that just tells you what pe- how they feel about the running back. I did see that. All right, 877-337-6666 is the number. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan until 2. And then it's Carter Roberts. There you go, Dove. Let's squeeze in the Tiki and Tierney daily pick brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem, real close, real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. This, watch it, I'll lose. This pick I throw under the uh, the common sense choice. All right? <laughs> I'm going to take the over-under in the Celtics-Cavaliers game. Hmm. A lot of heavy legs last night. Think about what the Celtics went through. The game ended, I think I shut the TV off around 1045-ish. So by the time they shower, do the media stuff, blah, blah, blah. Double overtime. Double yeah. overtime for sure. It's it's midnight-ish. You got to take the the, the the bus to the you know the, the charter airport. You got to fly to Cleveland. You're getting in there 2, 3 in the morning if there's no interruptions. You got to go and play a game tonight after uh, Tatum, Brown, and Al Horford all played at least 46 minutes last night. I don't see a whole lot of resistance on defense. Now, Donovan Mitchell is probably going to be out as well. He has the hand issue. Uh, but over under 218 at a hook, I'm going to take the over Celtics and the Cavaliers. Heavy legs usually lead to an aversion to getting back on defense. There we go. Take the over. Actually, that's a good one. hammer the over. That's a good one. Hammer it. And it's going to be optional. <laughs> optional defense. Mm-hmm. Let us get Derek and Tinek. He checks in on the fan. What's going on, Derek? How are you? Well, good, guys. How are you? Good. What's happening, Derek? Uh, no, no, I just wanted to talk real quick about the uh, Derek Carr signing. Uh, I'm a diehard Raiders fan. I've been a Raiders fan for about 33 years. So um, I was a, I, I was happy he was off the Raiders, not for the reason that everybody's like, oh, my God, he was a good player. Yeah, he was an okay player. I just didn't think he was getting us over the hump, yep. especially after the injury against the Titans. He became a uh, pocket quarterback with a pretty terrible offensive line, didn't really have that much help. And then, uh, you know, obviously with everything that happened with the Raiders, you know, it was time for him to go. Um, I think the Jets fans should be happy they didn't get him because he's a terrible quarterback in, in, in cold weather. Mm. So, you know, stats don't lie on that. I mean, it, he was awful in cold weather. So, yeah, I think so it's, it's not surprising that he's going to play in a dome. And, yeah, and so. in Atlanta, he'll play in a dome. And he'll other, otherwise play in Tampa, Carolina, Carolina, yeah, and yeah. other than the road trip. So, I mean, yeah. he's got he's got, so he's, every, he's got a lot of uh, controlled environments that he's going to be playing in. Yeah, Minnesota, so I think he, he might thrive. He might thrive there. Um, and I also just had uh, one other thing is, um, so I think it was like week eight or week seven last year, I called up. And um, I, I forgot which time I called up, but I called up and spoke and said I would take Daniel Jones over Derek Carr. Mm. And everybody on the radio said I was stupid. That was a dumb thing to say. And I said the reason why I would take Daniel Jones over Derek Carr is because Daniel Jones really didn't have any wide receivers, really didn't have a tight end. He had a good running back. But Daniel Jones actually proved himself this year as being a smarter pocket quarterback, holding on to the ball, making the right decisions, and he really didn't have anybody to throw to. Yeah. I simply just said if you put him on the Raiders with that offense, maybe not the offensive line, but the offense in general, he would succeed. And everybody thought I was nuts for saying that, and now he's looking for No, you're not wrong, man. He, he had so much, so many injury issues last year. Wondell Robinson gets hurt. Sterling Shepard gets hurt. Hell, even Daniel Bellinger is tight in. He broke his eye socket or whatever it was, freakish injury. 
Uh, he was you out. Say Sterling Shepard. I said Sterling Shepard. So he was out. Yep. I mean, what he was working with were, I mean, Marcus Johnson started, then they picked up Isaiah Hodgins. And, worst option, worst worst weapons in the NFL. Oh, not I close. think on, on the receiving end. And Richie James got better as mm-hmm. the season went on. Actually, became a, a, a plus asset receiving target. But he's a seventh round pick, and he's 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 a small receiver. So he he did what he could do, but there's no. Jamar Chase type players. No, there's no elite alpha wide receiver on that team last year. And look what he did. Mm-hmm. Took him to the postseason and won a game. That's right. So I, I get the intrigue, and that's why, you know, hopefully he's back and it's for a contract that enables the Giants to do some stuff around them because I think, you know, Daniel Jones with weapons could be really, really good. And we just brought up the Derek Carr contract, if you missed it in the last segment. Four years, $150 million, which works out AAV to $37.5 million. A hundred of that is guaranteed. Uh, 70 at signing um, uh, and and 10 in the, at a roster bonus next year. So he's getting 70-plus million guaranteed. When you say and, 70 at signing, you literally get a check for 70 mil? Uh, yeah. So yo, what's 60, the incentive 60, to work hard? 60. 60 but what's the incentive to work hard? I, I mean, if I'm getting, I mean, I, you know, you like to think I professional you, pride takes over. I if you're getting you. 100 million guaranteed and you give me 60 million of it, I hear the you. moment I walk in the building, I, like, you know, it's easy like, to say right, I'm good. Thank you. Nice to yeah, nice nice do, do business, business with, with you. you. If I suck, don't worry. I mean, the, cash, the, the check is cash. Um, but so the reason I bring this up is because this is, if Daniel Jones got this deal, four years, $37 million, $37.5 million a year, I'm, hallelujah. Yep. We're, we're good. The first year is going to be very team-friendly, you know, cap-wise. So there'll be tons of room to do whatever needs to be done. Daniel Jones will have short-term security and a chance to prove himself so that at 29, 30 years old, next, or 30 years old, he can get a huge extension if he proves himself. This would this sounds ideal for Daniel Jones. I wish this was Daniel Jones' contract that he signed. He works out with Joe Shane um, at $37.5 million a year because that feels right. Yep. That's my gut, that that's, that that's probably going to happen. The only thing that we don't know, and I'm not saying it's the same as Jacob DeGrom, but, you know, there were whispers DeGrom didn't love it here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know, I'm not saying that it's, he absolutely has ever been on the record to the contrary, but, yeah. you know, there, not everybody wants to be here. It's true. I mean, he lives in Hoboken, right? I think, I think is that, that where he is? I think that's where I've heard he, he lives. I used to see Eli pushing the carriage all the yeah. time in Hoboken. Yeah, he had the big penthouse. In the Maxwell, in yeah. the coffee, in yeah. the old uh, coffee. Yeah. I mean, he, was in the tea, he was in the tea building. Yeah. Uh, because I lived up there too. Um, God, right off Washington, going up toward the. Uh, yeah, it was all the way I think at the. It was end. the Maxwell, right by the ferry. Mm-hmm. All the way. I liked end. it up there. Yeah, but anyway, he's in Summit now. But but I think Daniel Jones is in Hoboken. It's a good place for young kids. It's a great place. You know? It's a great place. And then you have kids, and you say, "I got to get out of here. I need a I yard." Is he married? I don't know if Daniel. No, no. Jones. I think he's got a, a longtime girlfriend. Yeah. I think. So eventually, but I'm saying in general, like Hobo, well, he's going to get. He's going to go get paid. He's going to go buy a ring, and then they'll get married. Yeah, that's right. Better be a big one. You're making money. Got to be. How many carrots must it be? Like, think about this. For the contract he's about to sign, that's you got to come correct with the ring. Uh, so are we talking four carrots? Uh, nah, at least three. Uh, I mean, four carrots is ridiculous. Four is ostentatious. Four is like, that's ridiculous. Three? I'd, I'd say gotta be three. I'd say two and a half. No way. Or no. No way. Two and a half. No or three. way. And then, and then, if nope. he, if in five years he gets like that fifty plus million dollar deal, no way. Then you upgrade. There's no way. He gotta be at least three. <laughs> Come on, dude. Three. I guarantee what Tracy has on her finger <laughs> is more than two and a half. And Daniel Jones is you're 20, not making Daniel 20, Jones money. Twenty six years old. How's that mean? He's young. He's 26. He'll have more. He's got more money than me and my family tree will have our entire life. 
Let me see. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I even forget like, come what, on, what dude. ring sizes look oh, like. Oh, remember shopping for rings, oh clarity. God, what were the four Cs? Cut, cut, clarity. I just went and my eyes were glazed. I'm like, oh, God. How, what was it? Carrot. Carrot, carrot. Oh, obviously. Oh, yeah, carrot, on. of course. Carrot, cut, clarity. Yeah, that was an education, man. That was hard work, boy. That was unsettling. I'm going to commit. How much is this the thing? One? I don't know. Contour? No, 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 not no. definitely not contour. It was absolutely not contour. No, no it was <laughs> Why not contour. can't I remember it all? <laughs> uh, it's probably, uh, I don't know. But, you know, what do we get on wedding? We get Co- nothing. Color, clarity, and character. Oh, color. I left out color. What oh, do we yes. get? What do we get? Yeah, we get we get a Honestly. piece of steel. That no, but you know what we face. get? What's my word? Ugats. We get ugats. <laughs> ugats. That's what we get. <laughs> you know? They get to play in the wedding. Uh-huh. They get the fat ring. Just say and let's yes. face it. Just say yes. When you go house hunting, the wife's going to have a little more say. Like, mm-hmm. oh, honey. Like, if the wife doesn't like one aspect of the home, you ain't getting it. <laughs> you might love it. If she's like, uh, you're not getting it. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable. So they get more than we get. It's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Half, am I wrong? They win. Every day. Well, not every day. Maybe maybe your house every day. <laughs> I got I to gotta protect a few battles here. Yeah, buddy. Nikki wins every day. <laughs> Let me get, uh, let's get George in Babylon. What's going on, Georgie? How are you? All right, guys. Thanks for taking my call. How's everybody today? We're, We're good. good. What's We're up, good? dude? We're good. Hey, listen. Wasn't it about four or five years ago that Derek Carr broke his wrist and and they were like the best team in the AFC that year? Yes, they were having. Yeah. They, he was having a great year. They were going to win the Super Bowl basically that year, and he was. I mean, it felt like it. Yards. It felt like but, it. Everybody was talking about it, and then he wasn't. He wasn't available. Yeah, nobody brings that up. And that guy had a monster season that year, you know. And um, it was tough. I just wanted to bring that up. Nobody really talks about that. Well, yeah, wait, yeah. listen. It, you know what it is, though, George, because it's so far away now. And, and thanks for the call. It's definitely a bit of a point of reference. Um, you know, anytime that you talk about the entirety or, or the totality of his career. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know. Do you just hang on to what was that year number two? No, it was year three. He was twelve and three. Got hurt at the end. He threw twenty eight touchdowns and six picks. So it's a really it's a good pretty, year. It's but it's not really like forty touchdowns. No, and, like, but it is a good year. It's a very good yeah. year. It's 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 a it, very good year. No question. It doesn't sound MVP year. He was top year. three. He finished but, third that year in the MVP. It's crazy, but yep. it, that's what I mean. It doesn't sound like an MVP year, but it just tells you how good he actually was. Yeah, but then the next year, it's 22 touchdowns, mm-hmm. 13 picks. Then the next year, it's 19 touchdowns, 10 picks. Then it's 21 touchdowns, 8 picks, which was good. Then it's still you know, 27-9, 23-14, 24-14. So, really, he had you know one or two. And he's got numbers. He's thrown touchdowns. He's thrown for yards. His completion percentage is decent. But that year, very good. It's actually good. Not better than decent. But that third year... I don't want to say it's an outlier, but it's like one guy hitting 50 home runs and then every other year hitting 27 or 28. Yeah. And it's a precipitous yeah, drop. Like, just, that it, was his big year. It just, makes you, it just makes you question what he actually is, like who, yep. he, who he actually is. Mm-hmm. And this past season was, I mean, the one that everybody will point to as troubling because you just you get Devontae Adams. But I would argue in his, in his defense, I mean, Devontae Adams is a great wide receiver. You still got to learn how to throw to him. You still got to learn how to get on the same page with him, and who knows if that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I think there's only one way to finish up the show today, the way we started. <laughs> That's right. Where's that big Nick energy? Oh, yeah. Carl will be fired up. He's a Nick guy. Despite Hoff's uh, protests to what? We wanted to talk about the Knicks today. Oh, well, we did, and then the Derek Carr news broke. Derek Carr left you in the lurch, used you. That's all right. You see, I don't, I don't need... I'm not so self-indulgent where 
you know, I need four hours on the radio to talk about the Knicks. I know what I saw this week, and I saw a little bomb from the corner after he almost lost the ball. Julius Randle, I saw a little double overtime win last night. Take that, Celtics. You haven't beaten us yet this year. I'm feeling good. The problem is you haven't beaten the Milwaukee Bucks at all. What do they say in Jamaica? I'm feeling what? I'm feeling Ivory. Ivy. I'm feeling Ivory, man. But you didn't beat the you haven't beat the Bucks yet. We almost did. Mm, almost only mean? counts. Mm. Only counts. I mean, it got closer. We 11, lost by four one game. Drew Holiday time. was banging a couple of late 11, triples. Eleven the first time. Okay. Six the second time. And then four. And then four. And we know what that means. It means we're trending in the right direction. <laughs> Next game we win by one. Then we win by three. Then we win by nine, and then we win by 20. Okay. And we bump so. them out of the playoffs. That's that that happen. will be the only way you're getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. You're going to hang your hat on that, huh? You're going to keep hating on this. I mean, I, dude, I love your prediction. And if you're playing the Celtics, I think you get there. You got to get to the three seeds. Keep moving those goalposts. When I said it almost a month ago, Knicks are getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. There's always like, <laughs> what, we'll do this, or beat this what, team, or the, beat the, the Celtics, the, or go down to Miami and do this. Check, 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 check. <laughs> That's all right. Hate is going to hate, though. Hate is going to hate. Just keeping it real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> keeping it real and going. Keeping it real goes awry. Isn't that what you say? Keeping it real goes, goes wrong. Hoff, <laughs> how would you grade the show today? Hoff wanted to talk about Daniel Jones from Jump. He wanted That's to talk right. about UFC if we let him. Yeah, John well, about Jones. How about John Bone Jones going to the heavyweight? Two and a half minutes. That's Finish. right. Let's go. Two and a half minutes. Don't describe he yourself. Come on, dude. He we don't need it. to hear about your uh, two and a half minutes. Hoff, we don't need to hear about that, buddy. Don't. Keep that to yourself, too, will you? All right. Gardner Roberts next. We'll see you tomorrow. Have an awesome Monday. Bye-bye. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.